Well, here's a website for you to check out. It's C-H-E-R-I-M-A-R-A-C-L-E. Sherry Markle. She's been performing in Canada, the U.S., and Europe for the last 67 years. Sherry has released three critically acclaimed out al- al- Acclaimed? Yes. Wow. That's get how my, good they are. Get my lips working today. Closer to home, If I Am Water, and most recently a jazz compilation, Ache of Love. And that's what you're listening to right now. Ooh, I love this song. All three of them are available on iTunes and through her website. Although her traditional roots of singing and playing hand drum are mainstay in her music career, Sherry's passion for jazz prevails. And she joins us here in the studio on the Drew Marshall Show. Sherry, yes. I have a question for you. Uh, the first question is... Oh, you know what? I'm just going to do this awkward. Why can't yeah, I do it. My name? Miracle. But I said it right, didn't I? Miracle. Oh, it's Miracle? Miracle. You're just going to do that right off the bat. Throw me right under the bus. And you just... were stalling with the questions, so oh, I said, how do you pronounce my name? Miracle. Okay. M-A-R-A-C-L. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Are you... No, you don't know that. No, um, are you tired of being stereotyped? Hmm. Yes. Next question. <laughs> How does like seriously? Because you, but hold on. But at the same time, you've worked it, right? Why? Well, have you not? I mean, that's your brand. Your brand is. I mean, aside from the jazz stuff, otherwise you wouldn't be sitting here with. Uh, I know what you're saying. Um. So I don't really see it as a matter of working it. Um. You can't really see the quotation things that no. I did yeah. on air. Uh. I mean, I, I tap into my roots. I sing jazz as well. I'm a Mohawk gal, and uh, yeah, I introduce my culture and infuse my culture into my work. I saw a bit with you and some other guy at some award ceremony. Some guy. Some guy with the thing and the... Uh, <laughs> two eyes. And it was a good bit where basically he was making fun of the different names of tribes. So and that then, was the uh, Inspire Awards. Yes, it was. And his name was Daryl Dennis. He's yeah. a writer and an actor. And he was making fun of the nations. He's and, got great uh, delivery and timing. He he's just, I like he's his stuff. almost as good as me, but yeah, no, he's wow. good. He's wow. Good. Yeah. But this is where I Hi, wanted Darryl. to go. So are you, uh, do you have this testicular fortitude because you are who you are or because of this m- mohawk thing that's going on? <laughs> Stop. Why are you laughing? Testicular why do you? Fortitude. Why are you like this is what I want to know. What do you mean? Why am I like You're what? pretty stinking direct. <laughs> I don't know, Sagittarian, Mohawk, oh, Matriarchal Society. Happy birthday, Way by the way. The show. Belated, thank you. Yeah. When was it? I have one every year. Um, <laughs> was um, half a month ago. <laughs> too many years now. Yeah. Uh, I, asked, about that. I asked because I'm a Sag. You're a Sag too? Yeah. How did I know that? Whatevs. <laughs> um. If you could do one thing, because you're multifaceted, it says that in your bio, you're multifaceted. I am. Uh, one thing forever, what would it be? What's your top thing you like doing the mostest? The thing that I get mostest gratification from in my career is uh, acting on stage. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's the most challenging? It's or? immediate. Um, usually the roles are quite juicy. I get cast as the... Uh, yeah, her... Um, or the crazy chick, which I, uh, I can figure that out. Yeah, really? Um, yeah, no, acting is very, uh, it's gratifying. I love it. I love the beginning, middle, and end. I like the process. I love going into a little black box every night and talking to people 
who can't escape and um, telling them a story. I love sharing Indigenous stories because not too many people in Canada are aware of a lot of what's going on with us First Nations folks. Okay, so this is where I... Did you catch the news today about the house fire I at did Six not. Nations? I was sleeping and then I came here. So a three-year-old uh, was killed in this fire and there were other children that are not doing well as a result of this fire. I didn't read all of the details. And this is... this. I just want to reveal where more... more um, uh, Grand Bend. Um, now, when I, so uh, this is what I was going to say, uh, revealing my ignorance about all this stuff. So when I, when I hear Six Nations, I think these these are the great lacrosse players that used to beat the snot out of the Orangeville team. I mean, physically would start brawls. Those are them, the very ones, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, okay, hold on. What is Six Nations? What is that? And where is that? Is that a place? Is it just one spot? And is it, or is it a whole? So I looked it up. Enough? Stop. I looked it up. And it's this, it's a it's a place, and it's over near yeah. Grand Bend. Yes, uh, it's near Brent Ford, and uh, it's probably one of the largest reserves in Canada, geographically. Okay. We have uh, 32,000 people on the ban list, but about 20,000 people live on the res. It's a uh, very self-sustaining res. Tobacco is a huge industry there. And, um, yeah, I lived there off and on as a kid. Um, there's six different nations. So it's Mohawk, Onondaga, Cayuga, Seneca, Oneida, and Tuscarora. They all came together sometime in the 10th century. Uh, Tuscarora joined later. And the story is a peacemaker came down and preached to the people, and he had a bit of a stutter, so he had Hiawatha do his interpreting for him. And he just preached peace to all the people. Everyone band together, and they created uh, the Wampum Belt Agreement, which is this little ditty right here. And that represents the six different nations. For our radio listeners, mm-hmm. she just lifted up her sleeve on my arm. and showed us the tat. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I see the tat again? Can I see the tat again, please? Because I want to see. W- I'm not trying to just stare at your arm. Sure. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But hold on. How is that representative of six nations? Well, as I said before, you interrupted me. Oh. The six nation joined later, Tuscarora. So at the time, there was five. And the tree in the middle represents the tree of peace, where all of the warriors put their weapons under the tree, buried forever. No one ever fought again. They did. I'm scared. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk. It's your show. Okay, thanks. Um, I want to tell everyone about a, a gig that's coming up, and the reason that uh, Sherry's on, a, on the show today, uh, Miracle. Miracle. Is because... Uh, several times throughout the Bible. The, <laughs> there's a... Uh, there's a gig coming up at the Lula Lounge, not to be confused with the tight pants. December 13th, uh, Jane Harbury told me all about this, and I checked it out, and I thought, ooh, this would be a really good gig to go to. So tell us about it, Sherry. Well, um, I think it's called Nightingales and Songbirds, and uh, there's three different First Nations jazz singers um, showing their stuff that night. Andrea Menard, myself, Sherry Miracle. And Rosary Spence, and uh, it's going to be a great show. George Collar is putting it all together. I hate him. He is such a judgmental, harsh, abrasive jerk. Wow. So it's radio. Not. Okay. And uh, Brian Wright McLeod produced it. Um, It's going to be a great night at the Lula Lounge. On December thirteenth, buy your tickets. George and I, seven. George and I were talking at Ken Whiteley's uh, gig a couple of months ago, Mr. and Whiteley. George has been in here. Who's he in here? He's been in here a couple times. Lila, oh Lila Bialy, is that yeah. who he was with? What okay. are you going to do? And tell everyone about. Wait, are you going to do a song with uh, with that? <clears throat> yes. Okay. What is that? This happens to be a traditional Long and McQuaid drum. <laughs> right. That I purchased at Long and McQuaid. Okay. Um. What. Who was the girl that was here last time? Remember I told you her? uh... You did tell me her. It was Janie Lozon. Yeah. I like her. 
She's very cool. Her drum was cooler, though. Yeah, she probably had a traditional drum. It was covered in dead animal of some sort. Yep, that's a traditional drum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what to ask anymore. Yeah. Honestly, this is the first interview I've done in 15 years where I'm literally scared. Um, what would you like to do, Sherry? <laughs> well, I'm going to bring out a list of vocables so everyone in the studio here, all 20 of us, can sing together. A list of what? Vocables. Um, so what, like a game can, from the 70s. So Play Pokeball! Don't get her laughing. She's about right. to perform. Don't choke right. on your own spit when you're going to sing on live radio. No, I Never read, do that. No. Okay. Google don't. it. Okay, what, wait, what's it called? Is there a th- what? What are you doing? I don't understand, Sherry. Sherry, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to do a song called The Gathering Song. Okay. Uh, Jenny Lazone taught it to me. Oh. Um, she's an Ojibwe gal. And um, it's a song that you sing um, when folks are gathering to have feasts or they're gathering to possibly dance at a powwow. It is a round dance song. And uh, I'll teach you all how to do the dance to it um, when I don't have the drum in my hand and when we have more space and more time. Wow. All right. Here we go. Live (laughs) on the True Marshall Show, the one and only Sherry Maracle. So, I think maybe the first question after a song like that is, uh, what are the lyrics? Vocables. Um, So, a long time ago when people were uh, trading and exchanging um, crafts and food and uh, just to survive, native folks, um, they learned each other's songs and now they have what's called sings and they go to different communities and it was an easier way to teach each other songs rather than learn each other's language. So a lot of those songs, uh, the the little words are vocables. Okay, so if you were to translate it, what would it say? If you were to translate it, it would be more of um, 
a feeling and uh, an idea and a concept, not so, necessarily words. words that mean specific words really? and tell a story. Yeah. So if you were to sing that with another person, you're writing this stuff down, and then the other person sees it, memorizes it, and you sing the same things together? Otherwise, yeah, if, I mean, you can learn it that way, or you can learn it just by repetition, which takes longer. Um, but yeah, when I learned this song, Janie actually wrote down the vocals for us. Okay. Um, we copied them down and uh, learned it that way. Just to keep it as precise as possible. Yeah. Because but songs, I mean, as you travel, they change over time. Like, um, I was told that this song is very, very similar to uh, an Iroquois song, a Haudenosaunee song. Okay. Um, but this actually was an Ojibwe tune. We are in the studio with Sherry Maracle and uh, Maracle. Maracle. How many names, ha- different ways has your name been pronounced? Ooh, I don't know. Maybe five. Miracle. <laughs> Miracle. I like Miracle. that one. Miracle. Merkel. Markle. Right. Marigold. Got marigold ones. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You just inhaled when you answered. That was interesting. East Coast thing. What do you believe? What do you believe? <laughs> he said. Um, oh my God. I believe very many things. Uh, I believe in kindness. No, I, I mean spiritually. Oh. Like, do you like? Do you believe what your people believe, or have you morphed into other stuff, or what do you? My people yeah. don't all believe oh, one geez. thing. I knew I stepped in it, didn't I? Many people that I come from. Uh, no, everyone's got their own uh, spirituality, and with but the do the Mohawks have a, have a one thing? With the residential <laughs> schools that came through Canada. Um, the religion has uh, been a little bastardized. Yes. That's a good one. Thank you. Um, so uh, there are people who still belong to the False Face Society. There are people who go to church. Um, there are people who are atheists. There's only two. They live on the edge of the town. Um, <laughs> uh, I myself uh, believe in the Great Spirit and the Creator. Um, I used to go to church when I was little. I believe in the higher being, whatever you want to call him, God, Yahweh. Yahweh. Buddha. <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, seriously, hey, I don't I know that's exactly what's <laughs> happening. So does does the Mo- Mohawk <laughs> people, am I allowed to say that? Mohawk people? You can say whatever you want to <sighs> say. This is like watching. If you would like to be politically correct, yes. you would say the Mohawk nation, nation. Nation. I just thought that. Okay, I just that thought. So the Mohawk nation, they don't have one particular belief. Those guys? Yeah, those guys. You guys. <laughs> Use guys. Ooh. What? Um, <coughs> no. No. Uh, several beliefs. Okay. All right. I just thought, you know, look, as an outsider, obviously, we would look in on... Uh, you want to ask these questions. What? You want to ask these questions. You want to know. I do. I, I know. do want to know. I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I always feel like I'm getting in trouble today. <laughs> People think I'm sarcastic and I'm totally serious. I know. It's funny. Do you think... Uh, well, I want to ask you, what do you think is going to happen when you die? Hmm. Well... People probably fight over what I own, and then <laughs> um, perhaps I'll come back as um, an animal. Or so you believe in reincarnation? I do, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I find I would uh, like to come back as an eagle. You would? Mm-hmm. That's such a stereotypical comeback thing. Though. Why don't you want to come back as a is grub? A who? A grub. What the hell is that? It's a little <laughs> mushy. Oh. As interesting as that does sound, <laughs> um, <laughs> rather be up there watching would you? everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your acting career yes. has taken you a few places. It has. What's your best acting stint? Best acting most prolific stint. Um, the one that I enjoyed the most, as far as television goes, uh, was a role on Blackstone. You can watch it on Netflix, and uh, the character's name was Sarah Bull, and uh, she's pretty brassy. Nominated for Gemini. Brassy—that's the word Got I should have used. Yeah. 
Yeah. For you. Oh. <laughs> looking for words. Um, no, seriously, have you always been like this? Like who? Like this. Hmm. Not really, no. No. Just since my birthday two weeks ago. <laughs> Just Sudden change. like that. Yeah. yeah. Used to be a wallflower. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, when you were a wee girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> What, what did you want to be when you were a wee girl? I actually wanted to be a vet. I love animals. I wanted to fix them and help them. And after that, I wanted to be a lawyer. Became an well, actor Those are instead. very different. What? I know, aren't they? No, they help and fix people. <laughs> <laughs> As actors do. No, but I love acting. It's my main thing. Yeah, I find that hard to see. Um, Give it a few minutes. Do, do you have siblings? I do. I have one older sister. Do, do they, uh, I'm the baby. Shocking, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, does she do the same kind of stuff as you, or is she completely different? She's a different? teacher. Um, so, uh, yeah, she's a teacher, and uh, her husband's a teacher, and my mom was a teacher. Right. Those guys. Um, and she sings as well. She's an amazing artist. Um, she's a very, very talented singer and songwriter. But she can't really wrap her head around living that way. Right. Yeah. She needs a constant paycheck. Whereas I'm like, let's go to bingo, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to bingo. Oh, man. Um, okay, next song. What are we doing? Um, I would like to sing for you an honor song. It's an honor song for women. Is that how it goes? <laughs> That's the start of it. It's my percussion team. <laughs> uh, is there any other... Uh, Really? <laughs> now she's like scratching with a stool. Um, so this song is a song for uh, women. It's written by Jennifer Kreisberg. Okay. And it was written for um, uh, Turtle Gals Ensemble that I was involved with, Aboriginal Women's Theatre Group. And uh, the play that we co-wrote together was called The Only Good Indian. And the rest of that quote is The Only Good Indian is a Dead Indian, as oui. we know uh, from way back when. Um, so this song uh, is mid-play, and four of us would sit around the drum singing this song. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sherry, because I'm not even going to pronounce her last name. Yeah. 
to me in all seriousness is that you know I'm a lyric junkie so I really lean into a song when I'm pulled in by the lyrics obviously the music is something that it's a big part of me as well but man lyrically I'm right so I don't understand what the heck you're saying but I still lean in so much and it has to do to I think with it's the delivery of it it's the nuanced um, it's the nuanced delivery of that song so there's different inflections and like you come off a note a certain way right. and the range I mean you just all over that thing yeah it's a beautiful song I love singing it and um, when I do sing it I think of her um, Jennifer Kreisberg she's a uh, quite the songstress um, and um, I do like to think about uh, Mother Earth and women that have been remarkable in my life, my mother, my grandmother, my niece, my sister, good friends. It's, it's a song of hope for women. So, When it comes to, again, another very serious topic, the, the missing women, right? Um, I, what the heck is going on? Like, what do you think about this? Well, um, so the missing and murdered Indigenous women in Canada is... Uh, an issue that is obviously ongoing and doesn't get enough attention uh, by the Canadian government. I think that if it were, I think it's three, th almost 3,000 women that are missing and murdered now, um, as opposed to uh, maybe uh, 15 years ago that was 500. I wrote a song about it when it was 500, but now it's like way up there. And I think that um, the government doesn't treat First Nations people as human beings. We're not recognized as human beings. We don't get fair treatment um, in, the, in the law system, justice system. And I think that uh, Native women um, are uh, preyed upon um, in small towns all across Canada, younger ones, older ones. I mean, um, there isn't a lot of justice, and I think uh, whoever's preying on them um, knows that they will probably get away with it. And I think that's why that number is so high up. Why doesn't the law enforcement care? Uh, like I said, again, the government and um, a lot of walks of society don't see Aboriginal people as being equal. But this is what I'm saying. Why? The First Nations. H how? Why? <clears throat> Why do you think? I don't know. I really don't. Like, I'm asking this seriously because I don't, I don't get it. I really don't understand it at all. It's about money. It's about us maybe wanting our land back, maybe taking our land back. Um, recognition that your grandfathers stole the land. Um, recognition that uh, we're not treated as human beings. And that's a lot to look at, right? Man, I just got to, I must be living in a world of complete ignorance because I, I still, I mean, I heard everything that you just said and I don't get it. I mm. just don't. It's maddening for sure. I guess I should probably look into this a little more and be, become less ignorant. Um, no, I, I mean, because it just drives me mental. Well, you know, there's a lot of um, our leaders who are fighting to uh, bring justice to our societies, how we live. There's a lot of uh, youth that are coming up now that are educated and fierce and strong and brave and working really, really hard to change um, the stereotype, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. um, 
a lot of our people, a lot of our leaders, um, a, a lot of medicine that we have, the ceremonies that we have, definitely our sense of humor. These things have all kept us strong and here. This, wait, does everyone have your sense of humor? No. My sense of humor. Is it, what's, how do you describe the sense of humor? And by the way, you just said your people. Can I not say your people? My people? Yeah, you said your people. Can I say your people? If you like. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> Hey, everybody, it's uh, Live in the Drew Marshall Show, devoted solely to the art of music, and uh, this segment is sponsored by Late Gig Productions, L-A-T-E-G-I-G dot com, lategig.com. Hey, Tim, tell us about your band, speaking of Late Gig. Yeah, I started a band a little while ago called 999 Megabytes. Right. How's it going? Haven't got a gig yet. Thank you very much. He's here all week. Uh, December 13th at the Lula Lounge, this lovely lady will be performing along with two other lovely ladies, uh, SherryMaracle.com, M-A-R-A-C-L-E.com, C-H-E-R-I, just to confuse everybody. Uh, tell us about this gig one more time before we, I want to spin this track number four For sure. to get everyone a little uh, sound of your produced jazzy jazz stuff. stuff. Yeah. So December 13th, Lula Lounge, it's an indigenous jazz woman gig. Did I get that right? Yeah, it's uh, indigenous singers from uh, all across Turtle Island uh, culminating, coming together at the Lula Lounge, December 13. Doors open at 7. Tickets are 30 bucks, I think. Um, and uh, it's going to be super exciting. We're playing with an orchestra, too, which is so See, cool. Well, that is the thing, man. I mean, this band, if anybody, if you've got George Kohler in it, then it, that's all that matters. I know, it's going to be amazing. That's just it. All right, we'll have a look. What, j- this track, four, is called what? Do you, what's um, called? It is called Ache of Love, and uh, I wrote it about um, a stellar gentleman I used to know. You can't leave that hanging like that. Why? The song tells the story. Are you ever, ever going to get back together ever again? No. Okay. Here's the song. Never, ever.
mellifluous tunes of Sherry Maracle. Oh my goodness, what a pleasure to have her in the studio. She has been um, a fan of mine for many, many years, and uh, it's good to actually meet. Sherry, thank you for joining us. <laughs> my pleasure. I want to tell everyone about this, this gig as I read from the website. Uh, Lula.ca, L-U-L-A.ca, Lula.ca, an evening of native jazz, songbirds and nightingales of Turtle Island. I don't know, I have my Venus flytrap voice on. <laughs> Three First Nation singers. Uh, the only one you need to know about right now is Sherry, because she's here in the studio. The rest are amazing, but we don't want to talk about them. George Collar and Friends. Uh, he's the fantabulous, hardest-working double bass player in the universe. Celebrate the native roots of jazz with an evening of original and classic standards and a celebration of the native roots and historic presence in jazz. Doors open at 7, show starts at 8, admission is 25 in advance, 30 at the door, and uh, dinner reservations guarantee your seating. It is a great venue. I've been there in a while. I need to get to this thing. So, uh, and, and, and they actually have pretty good food. By golly. By golly. Sound like my dad. <laughs> um, Sherry, who has had the biggest impact on you as... A woman, mm-hmm. as a native woman, as an artist. Go. Um, it wouldn't be just one person. It no. would be a few different people. So Margot Kane, Tantu mm. Cardinal, um, Marie Clements, Michelle St. John, Monique Mojica, Jenny Lausanne, Lucy Edlaut, uh, Michelle Thrush, uh, Columba Bob, Lee Miracle. Okay, well, that's all the time we have today, all right. folks. Thanks for having me. What? How did you just come up with all those names like that? Um, how do you want it, your uh, funeral celebrated? Lots of dancing and singing and playing music and drinking and telling good stories, saying, God, she was funny. Remember that time? That, at band camp? Oh! No, not, not, band, not band camp. No. Okay. Um, I would like to... Um, I guess get into a conversation about um, <clears throat> what's that word again, Tim? You're so politically correct. Um, when when white people assimilate uh, cultural stuff from other people, cultural appropriation. That's it. That's it. Your thoughts on that? Because I don't. I'm not allowed to have any thoughts on that. So go. Oh. Um, cultural appropriation. Yeah. Well, it sucks. But what? Help! Help, Mr. Awkward here. Understand what that is, please. Mr. Awkward. <laughs> You know, it's just things that we're trying to keep sacred. And um, when you grow up around people uh, who've also, who've always had things taken from them, mm. and people continue to take from them or misrepresent things that are maybe sacred to you, and don't care about it, then yeah, um, you get a little bit cheesed. When was the last time you you were cheesed? Because you don't seem like someone who really gets cheesed that much. Oh, I get cheesed. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheese. <laughs> Homer likes cheese. When I was in Norway, they came around with boxes of food, and you're just supposed to pick from it. We're staying at this thing. Sherry, they had don't talk to him. bacon Ignore flavored him. cheese oh. in a Ooh. tube. That's what's up. Yeah, it's my uncle. Bring it on. Anywho, the Drew Marshall Show. Right, all about Drew. So when was the last time? Like, what was the last issue issue <laughs> you went off your <laughs> off your head about? Um, well, it was a boyfriend-girlfriend situation, um, so I think he might be listening right now, so I probably shouldn't <laughs> go there. Right. Um, oh, um, I didn't pay my tags, and I got towed the next day. Boom. That cheesed me off quite a bit. Bacon-flavored cheese <laughs> in a tube. 
Delicious. <laughs> okay. What about, what about, oh, how, again, I, I'm just stepping all over this stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's like when I, never mind. Open your mouth? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, what, was, what was I saying? Oh, uh, apology stuff. Do you do you feel warm and fuzzy when Prime Minister Trudeau says sorry? Um, it depends what he's saying sorry about. Depends if he's gonna follow through. Warm and fuzzy? Not really. No. No. Mm. Yeah, because I, I don't know. The talk behind uh, it is that the talk is cheap. Is that fair? Right. Of course. I mean, do you always listen to everything that your politicians say that uh, are promises? Do they always come right. through? Do you believe them when they say things like that? Right. Right. A lot of promises aren't being followed through with him right now, and I think a lot of uh, a lot of native folks and a lot of native leaders and communities are cheesed. Who's your jazz hero? Z. Jazz heroes. Um, that would be Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, Nina Simone. I like Nora Jones. Um, all those cats. I notice there isn't any guys there. There's no guys. Chip Baker. <laughs> okay. Throw him in. <laughs> Um, last best gig you ever saw? Ever saw? Uh-huh. You ever done went to? That I was in? No, they, like a huge, like, I, one of my best gigs. You're an audience member. One yeah, of the, yeah, you're an audience me. Yeah. Okay. It's um, not about you, no. What? what? <laughs> um, I saw that was amazing. I, um, probably, uh, uh, well, I was in it though, but the, uh, Road Forward, <laughs> it's a plug too, Road Forward documentary, that'll be at Bell Tiff Lightbox on the 14th at 7 o'clock. Um, the Road Forward, yeah. It's an NFB documentary. It was amazing about history of Native folks on the West Coast. There used to be a newspaper called The Native Voice, and uh, the lovely and talented Marie Clements ripped some titles from the newspapers, created songs and poems about them and stories. Jennifer Kreisberg came in and arranged with uh, Wayne LaValle and um, thus created this documentary. It's amazing! <laughs> Totes. She has many TV, film, and stage credits to her name and has appeared in the TV shows Blackstone, Degrassi, Murdoch Mysteries, Four in the Morning, Dead Man's Gun, Moccasin Flats, and Black Fly. The girl was in here, too. <laughs> what is your deal? <laughs> you, have you changed meds lately? Is there anything we need to... You didn't mention the... <laughs> yes, I believe I'm you ready forgot. for my close-up. <laughs> Mr. DeMille. Um, you, are, you are just actually kind of... <laughs> yeah. Are you going to do another song? Can, we just get a, can you sure. rescue this and get us out here, yes, here with sure. another song? Yes, be rescued. Um, what are you going to so do? I'm going to do a short song. It's uh, another vocal song. Sing along if you like. Um, <laughs> it's called... Um, it's actually called The Road Forward. No, it is a good road, sorry. It is a good road. <coughs> Wait, are you starting now? Are you using the drum? I need, like, you I look like you were about to launch drum. into the song. I wasn't I ready. I was about to launch into the song. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm not using the drum. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I have to start every song like that. Ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Maracal. Yo, ha, he, yo. Yo, ha, he, yo. Yo, ha, he, yo. Yo, ha, he, yo. Yo ha he yo, 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 yo ha he yo. 
Okay, what was the thing at the end? What? What did you do there? It's just like a finishing of the song. Well, thanks, but what? Is, what? What is that? There's got to be some it's meaning like an to it. Sound. What animal? Why do I gotta pull stuff squirrel. out? Of, a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> what a pleasure to have you here. It's Thank nice, you. Nice to have someone with a little personality here oh, every well, once in a while. You. So I've used been accused of that once or twice.